Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, I'm glad you're with us today. I want you to look at Matthew chapter 24. We're going to look back at the verse that we began with last week. You know, I think I was sharing with you that sometimes my uh, oldest daughter, Alexis, she'll say to me after one of the services, she'll, Dad, you looked at your watch too much today. Just want you to know that. And uh, <clears throat> so I just want you to know this. Yes, I do. And I look at the clock up there and it's been messed up for a week. So I don't know what is going on. But anyways, I have this thing because the way I grew up in churches, listen to other pastors because my dad was a pastor, my grandfather, and I never thought I'd be a pastor, but the Lord touched my heart. But anyways, so I would look around in the services a lot when we have revivals and all those different things, and I saw just as many older people nodding off as I did see kids, okay? And I would always look at my watch, and I'm thinking, you know, usually after about 20, 22 minutes, they're gone, Okay. And, and I hear these pastors on television say, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I don't care. I preach for 45 minutes to an hour. And I'm thinking, if you had to sit out there, I don't think that you would be doing that. Anyway, so to make my point, say, where are you going with this, Dallas? To make my point is when I get to about 22 minutes, I just, I can't tell you how I start feeling. So I didn't really get finished last week, so... I cut it off, so I want to finish up where, I, where we were because, again, I can never get away from that. It'll always be that because growing up in that, I just thought I want to be able to keep people's attention. And uh, now that I say that, just a little side note, that's why you guys always get on me, but proven point, if the air conditioning is too low... Too cold, people will turn you off. So I just thought I'd give you that little sidebar. So <clears throat> since you're always on me about that, let's pray. Father, Lord, I thank you for church. I thank you for this family. I thank you, Jesus, your word, this Bible that's true <clears throat> and living and breathing. And Lord, as we say all the time here, I know that you've already blessed those through the worship, through walking through these doors, Lord, you've prepared their hearts to hear what you always do. Only the thing that all of us need, and at the same time, exactly what we need personally. I don't know what's something, I don't know what's happened to people this week. It could be their marriage, it could be their job situation, it could be their health. Father, may we see you in all of this, and you'll calm our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 24 and touch on that verse again in just a minute. But the title today is Seeing Deception Appear, and then what do we do with it? We're, we're so deceived today, if we're not careful, by what we hear on social media, by what we hear on the news. And I, I, in, if we're not careful, that we are deceived. And, and if we don't really pay attention... Because it's not what we think it is. <clears throat> Let me give you an example. 
I found this this week. I thought this was interesting. Talking about wrinkles on our face. Okay. That says, not many people know this, but the human eye, get this, the human eye cannot see a wrinkle. What the eye sees is actually the shadow made by the wrinkle. Isn't that interesting? So, what's the point? We think we're seeing something. It's not what we think it is. That's exactly if we're not careful, we don't have the word of God today to let us see through and to really focus on what is in that darkness and his light shines upon us on whatever it is. We're going to be deceived and we're going to be taken down a road of whatever it is because we're lied to. What does Jesus say about deception again? Matthew chapter 24, verses 4 and 5. And Jesus answered and said to them about what? What was he talking about? They were so concerned. They knew in their heart Jesus was getting ready to leave this world. And they didn't know what was going to happen. And and they said, Lord, what are we going to do without you? And and Lord, what's going to be the sign of of the end of of what's going to happen? And Jesus says these words, again, which we read a couple weeks in a row, really, in Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5. Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. So deception that we see in our world today is going to come from every angle. It could be spiritual. It could be on the news. It could be someone that you know. Maybe you grew up with that is trying to take you down a different path. And God's saying, no, 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 no. Be careful. Be careful. And how can we know whether or not we're being deceived? Deception is going to be there. It's going to appear. It's going to be right there before us even this week. How are we going to deal with it? Then what? What are we going to do? Well, God tells us something very important. What we're li- I, I never thought out of 40-some years of ministry that I would touch on this. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to say something, and I don't, want, I, I don't want you to tune me out right away, right? Okay? But I, I want to say these three letters, UFOs. Okay? Now, I thought I would never talk about this from the pulpit, but here's the deal. I want you to get this. Whether it's UFOs, whether it's artificial intelligence, or or whether it's something that I I really don't know, and then also that the transgender movement. If you can say, what have you seen in the news the last month more than anything, it would be those three things. I would do you a disservice if I wouldn't somehow, some way, touch base on those. I don't know what's happening with with UFOs. I don't know if they're from outer space or I don't know if it's a false flag from here and all the different things that go along with that. I, I do know and I want you to know this when it comes to deception with that. Whether it's artificial intelligence, whether it's UFOs, whether it's a transgender movement, I know deception is taking place. I do know this though. If that is part of what happens after the rapture and something happens with UFOs and all those things. I don't, I don't know. But I know this, that 
It's not beings from another planet. It's not this or that. It's what we know. Always go back to what the devil is trying to do, and he's always trying to deceive. And the way that he'll do that, using that, it's, I, I, we go biblical. It's fallen angels or it's some type of demonic warfare. It's not beings from another planet and they're going to help us illuminate to what we should be when we were never there and all these different things. It's not it. Always know that we tell about all the time at City Church, you, me, we are a spiritual being. First and foremost, and we as believers, life becomes so much easier when we look at it that way. When I take those things that I just shared with you about and said, hey, what's going on here? If you heard Elon Musk talk about uh, artificial intelligence, if you don't know who he is, and extremely intelligent, wealthiest people in the world, and SpaceX, and Twitter and all the different things he's done with uh, the car industry, with electric cars and so forth. He kept saying over and over and over again, what did he say? Deception is going to take place. He said over and over and over again this last year. He said this. He says, we don't have any guardrails on this. We don't know where this is going to go. But I do know this. Listen carefully. He said that, and he kept saying, if we don't get a hand on this, this is going to be out of control. What have you seen? Again, bringing it relevant and deception. He was telling us the truth, right? And telling us the truth. What have you just seen? I try and make it relevant. In the last couple weeks, what have we seen in Hollywood with the writer's strike? Why is that happening? It's happening because of artificial intelligence. Here's my point. My point is... An AI, in other words, a machine, the writers are so upset because the machine can, if, if a director says, hey, this is what I want in a script, okay, and within an hour or easily within a few hours, they can punch out, again, by a very rough outline that a, that a producer, writer, director gives, they can have a whole movie right in front of them. Now, why did I say that? Why are the writers striking? Because it's taking their job away. It's taking a job away from a human being. I don't know where we're headed with all this. The things that I just shared with you. I do know this. God always gives us an answer. He always gives us a way to look at deception. And God is telling us today, Jesus says, he could have said a whole lot of things to those that he was closest with. You know, when, when you're getting ready, when someone's getting ready to pass away, what do they say to you as family? They say to you the most important thing, whatever it might be. Jesus tells them the most important thing as he's getting ready to leave this world. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. We see, and I don't have to elaborate on what has happened with the transgender movement, and I still can't believe that we are underneath such a spell, which is what? Spiritually. It's the spirit of the Antichrist that we're seeing that a man can actually participate in a woman's sport. Now, if I had even told you that just 10 years ago, you'd have thought I was crazy. How is that happening? It's happening because we're seeing this spirit as a fog come up all over the world. 
So what does God tell us when we have to deal with what we're seeing in, our, in the United States, what we're seeing take place? <clears throat> you know how many families I've talked to in the last two months of what's happening in the dynamic of the family and all the different things to where they're hurting and all the things that are going on? It's because why? A husband or a wife or kids have been deceived. And they're going to go this way because they have been told this is what's best. A matter of fact, I'm willing to give anybody here today $20 between now and next week. I'll give you $20 if you can find on any news site, again, secular news site, or, boy, you're really listening right now when I said it about $20. (laughs) Wow. Man. Any news site... That would say, and again, we know what? We know it's so important to talk about people's mental health. We, and, and it is so important. And I'm, not, I'm not looking at that in any other way. What I am saying is this, that if you would hear on an actual news site or the local or nightly news or in any publication that you would hear say, well, <clears throat> what's taking place in our society today, we hear that uh, people are not being fed enough spiritually. I think all of us would just fall over. What? Did, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on here. Did I just hear that? Everything, uh, there's an answer for everything and everybody today, <clears throat> as long as it's not spiritual. Don't be deceived. If you and I want to have hope for our families, for whatever you're facing personally, for what we're going through, you might not be able to change your situation right now. But I can guarantee you this, that God will give you the peace and the calm in the midst of your situation to get through it. What does he say? Well, let's look at Colossians chapter 2 and verses 8 through 10. Beware lest anyone cheat you through. Well, so we see, how does this deception going to work? Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. You know when someone goes to deceive you, there's, in other words, there's nothing there. It's completely empty. Eventually, it will make you sick spiritually. Do you ever, you ever this time of year, you know, when all the, you go with the kids and stuff or wherever you go to all the different fairs or all the different things, and there's one thing that everybody loves, it, but if you're not careful, you get sick on really good. You ever, you know, I used to love the, it's cotton candy, you know. And isn't it amazing? It's like you go to eat it and it's like, what happened? It's nothing, there's, it's just not there. You eat it and how can something invisible make you sick? I don't get it. You go to eat and it's just, it disappears. It's there. It's not there. That's exactly what the devil does. Eventually, it destroys us. It's, it's deceit. It deceives you. But you know what? Man, it looks good and it tastes good. God's telling you that it's empty and it will destroy your life. If we go down that path, what does he tell us? What does he continue? Beware anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the traditions of men, according to the basic principles, what? Of this, the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And what does Jesus tell us if we are willing to look to him? 
You, you and I today are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. In other words, whatever you're lacking in your life, you fill in that blank. Whatever you're lacking, Jesus in your spirit will come in and fulfill you and calm your heart and give you the peace, give you direction, give you wisdom, and whatever it might be. What do we have to do, though? We have to be willing to apply the truth. The truth will set us free, but we have to be willing to apply that truth in our life. Let's look at, a, let's look at another verse. I want you to look at in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 13. But evil men and impostors will grow worse. Where, when? In the time we're living in, in this time. Worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. You know what's interesting there? You and I, if we're not careful, we could be deceived. But you know that, that person that's actually deceiving you, that they think that they're doing the right thing or they think that things are, you know, going the way that they should, and they're actually the one that's lying to you. Do you know the Bible says they are deceived themselves? Isn't that interesting what God tells us? The one that's lying to you actually already, that already has been lied to. By the one that is over this world, meaning the devil is the prince and the power of this world. Don't forget when the devil went to Jesus in the wilderness and he said, hey, Jesus, if you just follow me, I'll give you all of this. Right? He said, I'll give you all this of this world. If you are willing to dedicate, say, hey, I'm going to do everything that whatever it is for me, for this world, you can get there. But what will you destroy of yourself in the process. What God is telling us is that if we're not careful, we can be deceived. But look at, look at, as it continues on here, look down through verses 14 through 16. What do you and I have to do? But you must continue in things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. You know, isn't it interesting? Let me, let me read part of that. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of. Isn't it interesting how that you're going through a difficult time and all you and I need to do when the truth is involved, you just need to have somebody come alongside you and remind you that, yeah, Jesus is the way and the truth, and he is the one. You just need to hear that sometimes from somebody else, that you are on the right path. Because... You're being so led down, it's so someone trying to manipulate you some way, and we need other brothers and sisters in Christ, or we need, to, need you and I to tell us what the truth actually is, and it actually encourages us. Let's continue. Verses 15 and down through 16. And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scripture, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And what does God tell us about his word? All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. All scripture, all of God's word is there. But you and I, if we're not careful, we're going to be deceived. We have to go the one step that Jesus wants to go. 
We have to be willing to go by faith. We have to take a step of faith and believe. Do you know all the times, and you do too, all the times that I, that I will stop and talk to homeless people and, and try and give them, do you know if you talk long enough to some of the homeless people around the corner, they got a sign, and whether you give them a little bit of money or a dollar, five dollars, whatever, and you try and help them. You know, when I go to talk to them about the Lord, do you know many times they almost know as much about the Bible as I do? I mean, I'm not being sarcastic. They really do. What's the difference? They've not been willing to apply it and to take and say, you know what, <clears throat> this really can help me. This book, do you know, I heard this week, secular, I know who you want to say that does the surveys. I don't know who all these people are that do surveys, but they just throw them up to us in the news. But if you're willing <clears throat> to read your Bible for just five minutes a day, whatever it might be, for four days in a row, do you know that your loneliness and your depression goes down by 30%? You know what, to me, that's no surprise. <laughs> Should that not be a surprise? Because all Scripture is given. You know that you can go home tonight and you can open up your Bible and you can begin to read it. God speaks to you. Because the... In your spirit for what you need, and God always blesses, we always say, when you walk through this door, God blesses. I don't know what you need. I don't know what's happening in your life. But all of this is God-inspired. And if you're willing, just take a few minutes every day. Because I sure don't know what you're going through, but God does. He is your heavenly Father. You are his child. And he is going to show you exactly what you need to do. Let's close with this. This last verse, this is where we're at today when it comes to the world and being deceived. It's 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. And we'll close. And now the Spirit, God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, it is unique. There's nothing like it in the whole world. There never will be. There's only one God through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit that will save you, that will encourage you, that will give you peace no matter what storm you're going through. There's only one. And it comes through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, part of the Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Spirit says what? Now the Spirit expressly, in other words, listen to what God is telling us. Expressly says that in latter times, what we're living in right now, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving. There, there's that word again. Deceiving spirits and doctrines, so powerful, doctrines of demons. Know where that deception is coming from. It's coming from hell. It's coming from the devil and it's coming from where it will so be deceptive if you're not careful, you and I, me, you, we're only one step away from destroying our life. 
Just one. One decision. The Spirit expresses, it's like a warning. Our spirit, you know, we know God, it's like a, that light flashing on and off in our mind and our spirit saying, careful, careful, careful. Here's where you're headed. Don't listen to what the world is saying. I want you to know that I am the way. Jesus says, I am the truth and I am the life. You don't have to go look at all these other places. It's not that complicated. All you've got to know that Jesus is the answer for what you're searching for. Are you and I willing to trust him and believe? No matter how difficult your situation might be, God can fix it. Hey, it might take some work. It might take some time. But God is saying that, that why? Because we, we are underneath the spell. The world is not you. The spell is of the spirit of the Antichrist. You, you and I live by God's spirit that what? It's amazing. The book of James. Even the demons shake and flee when they hear the name of Jesus. I want you to know today, when you claim his name to the power of the Holy Spirit over whatever situation is in your life, and you're willing to say, Lord, I don't know how long it takes, no matter what is going on, no matter what is taking place, I believe you, I trust you, I know I'm going to pick up your word every day. I know that I'm going to leave this place and the devil's going to try and deceive me. But I know you're going to show me in my spirit that you're going to direct me. And if it's not me, I know someone's going to pull me alongside that's another believer and is going to encourage me in such ways. No, 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 you're going the wrong way. Don't listen to the world. Because you're going to go out here today and you're going to hear all these other things all week. All week. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ, if you're willing, can change your situation can change your life and give you hope if you and I are willing just to trust him today and know without a doubt that he is the way, he is the truth, and he for you and me is the life. You know, we can have joy and peace. Hey, your circumstance might not change for a while. But in your spirit, you can have joy and peace. You said, Lord, this is your battle. It's not mine anymore. This is your, take it, Lord, whatever it is. And it is amazing how that he won't change everything in front of you, but his spirit will change you and will encourage you and will show you no matter what is happening, no matter what is going on, he will feed you through his book in your soul every day. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed, I want you to take your situation, whatever it is right now, and I want you to look at it in such a way that you right now are going to give it to Jesus. Are you willing to do it? I, I, I do this and do this, Lord, but I'm going to hold on to this one part. I got to do it. No. Lord's saying, I want you to give it all to me.
I want you to give everything to me no matter what it is. And I want you to know no matter how the devil is trying to deceive you to let you know God can't do it. I want you to let you know you're here to be reminded that God had you here today right now just to hear to know that Jesus always wins. Huh. He always wins. So are you willing? You say, Lord, I can give this to you. I can't figure it out. I know it might take some time. I don't trust you. So our heads are bowed and people are praying, and as we always do, if you're visiting with us today, I first talked to those that we have hundreds, if not thousands anymore, listening through the week or through this camera I'm talking to right now. I want you to know that Jesus is talking to you and his spirit, and he's telling you, Jesus is saying, give it to me. Give me your life. See, Dallas, what do I have to do? Jesus says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All you have to do is believe, trust, and take that step of faith. Let me say it again. To believe. First is to believe. Are you willing to trust? Take it, Lord. Take it all. Take my life. And by faith, take that step. Pray this prayer with me. Find heaven as your home. Find hope forever. And to live a victorious life. Just pray with me right now. Jesus, I, I, I can't get it all figured out. But I'm going to look to you, and I know that you died on the cross for all of my sins and that you are God's son and you are the way for me and for all the world. Jesus, right now, I believe you died on the cross for my sins, and I ask you, Jesus, Come into my heart. Forgive me, Jesus, for all my sins. I believe you died on the cross for me. I ask you to come into my heart. Jesus, forgive me for my sins from this day forward. Help me to live by your resurrection power. Jesus, we thank you for those that are watching today to prayed and asked in their heart. And Lord, as we always do, there's someone here today, a friend, bring a friend or a family member, as we always say, and walk out, come down here, and I can show them as Ben leads this, this invitation song, and they can pray that same prayer. They can find heaven as their home, and you can take all those burdens in their life and you will fight every battle if they just give their life to you. Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. 
And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.